Welcome back to Black Equity. Today, I want to use this time for us to uh, really explore a subject that is coming up a lot lately. Um, today is Friday, so we are uh, releasing and have released the Black Dollar Playlist. It is available on Spotify. If you are still interested in hearing last week's playlist, uh, it is still on Apple iTunes. Apple iTunes will be updated um, by tomorrow. Uh, that gives everyone the extra day to have a source for last week's playlist. And the new playlist is available now on Spotify. And that's actually what brings me to the table today. The reason why you and I are sitting down today is I want to have a conversation about what it takes to make it. And now when I say what it takes to make it, what am I talking about? I'm not saying, you know, this is how you make it in in society and this is how you are successful. You can go somewhere else for all that, you know, (laughs) you know, because there's no one way to, to to live this life. So how to make it in life and all that other stuff, when people start selling you on that, it's like, come on now, let's not let's not go too far. How how do you make. The Black Dollar Playlist. How do you make the Black Dollar Playlist? And why why does that matter? Why does it matter to be on the Black Dollar Playlist? Well, for one, it literally is telling the story of our culture week to week. Through music. Of how we are seeing ourselves. And sometimes certain songs come out that we will play and the next song will debunk the previous song. And so, yes, it's a great song, but it maybe has an iffy message. The next song will come on and it will say, no, let's let's rethink that. It's a balancing of the mind. There's there's the duality of our culture. And so to be on the black dollar playlist of course, in my opinion, means that you are part of the the ecosystem of black culture. And so for all the artists who have already been on the black dollar playlist, premium playlist available now on Spotify, and you sent me messages and you've told me how honored you were and how um, people have been able to see your work. I send that love, that wisdom and understanding right back at you because I understand what it means to be seen, what it means to be heard and what it means to have a platform for people to see you on outside of just you saying it yourself. The Black Dollar Playlist premium playlist is available now on Spotify. But how do you make it on there? Well, somebody who made it on there this week is Cash Doll. Yep. Cash Doll made it on the playlist and she earned every second of it. She has a new song out called Kitten. And it features Lil Wayne, which then caused me to sit down and listen to her interview with Angie Martinez. Uh, Angie Martinez is a legend in the hip hop community. And I wanted to study where that conversation was going to go. Uh, 
because just because Angie doesn't have the most numbers on YouTube and she doesn't go viral, there is an importance to when you sit down with Angie Martinez. Pay attention. When Angie sits down with sits down with you, she is offering you her friendship. And when Angie Martinez offers you friendship, uh, that's going to get you into some places that you've never been before. So why is Angie Martinez sitting down with Cash Doll for the first time? Why is Cash Doll making our playlist for the first time? Why is all this happening for Cash Doll? How did she make it? What is the secret sauce? What is the thing that she did? Well, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you three pieces of wisdom that may be able to show you how to make it on the Black Dollar Playlist. So you want to get on a playlist, right? You're an artist. You've been working hard. You've been recording. You've been doing everything possible. But how do you actually get onto the Black Dollar Playlist? You see now that there's value to it. You see now all the artists who are making it on. You've been listening. You've been trying to figure it out. How do I get on? Here's the first piece of wisdom that I learned from the homie Cash Doll. The first thing I learned by listening to the Angie Martinez interview is uh, she didn't drop music for two years because she was in a bad deal. She said she was in a local deal in Detroit and they were trying to control her music, control her, do stop everything from moving. So here's the first piece of wisdom. Get your team right. Get your team right. Because more than likely, if your team is right, they'll be reaching out to me. If your team is right, they'll be reaching out to these different places in order to get your music heard, in order to get your project seen. Have your people contact me. Get your team right. She didn't have her team right for two years. So for the last six months, there I couldn't do nothing with a cash doll record. What could I do with a cash doll record? She wasn't putting anything out. Once she got her team right, then she was able to put out the kind of music she wanted to put out. And then her team made sure that we heard about her. Now, this way that I heard about her was her team reaching out to Angie Martinez and me being deeply connected to the culture and listening to Angie Martinez, which then puts me on to Cash Doll. But that's not how I found out about the song. I found out about the song through digging through the crates. It just so happened that I dug into the crates and she actually had an interview now, you got to remember, now she may have another interview coming up. There may be one that's already been scheduled somewhere that I'm not aware of, but nobody's really checking for her yet. She's still building up steam. Angie, in many ways, may have done her a favor. Maybe she shows up on Sway in a couple of days. I don't know. At the time I'm recording this, I haven't seen Cash Doll show up a lot of places, but I did see her show up on Angie Martinez. Usually, if somebody's showing up on the Angie Martinez slot, um, they're, they're, they're just kind of touching the media. They may not show up everywhere else, but we'll see. We'll see what cash doll is doing. 
they're going to try to reintroduce her slowly. And they picked a really great record to do it on. This kitten record is a really great record because it's playful. It's honest. It has a, a good message, but yet it's not preachy. And so as I'm analyzing this song, I'm like, oh, she might have one here. And the beautiful part is, after she got out of this bad deal, she was able to go global. Now, why why do I say that? Why do I say she was able to go global? She said she was stuck in a local deal. That tells me that now she's not thinking locally anymore. And as you listen to her, you can tell she's thinking more national. She's thinking more globally now. Sometimes you could be stuck in an area where all they're talking about is that area. They're not talking about trips <laughs> trips to Europe and European leg of the tour and connecting you with those promoters and, and putting you in position there. They're not even thinking international. They're just thinking about their corner of their city doing what they want to do. So one of the one of the pieces of the wisdom here is think global, not local. Think global, but not local. Now, that being said, there's still value in your local market. But I don't want you stuck there. There's still value in the local market, and it's one of the most important markets you'll ever have. Your local market is one of the most important markets you'll ever have. But you should not be stuck mentally there to only that market. You should be an international company. You should be an international artist. Even if you've only been to Detroit, even if you've only been to Houston, even if you've only been in L.A., if you are close to any major American city, you are international. You're in an international city because you're in America and that's international. There's people from everywhere who will come to America to be a part of America. These are now international cities They may not be as big as Hong Kong. They may not be as big as London, but you are international. If you're in Houston, L.A., Dallas, Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, D.C., New York, Boston, if you are in these cities, if if you're in Denver, if you're in... If I haven't said it already, uh, Milwaukee, if you're in these cities, oh my goodness, you're international. These are international cities. They have international departments. So why would you not operate your company internationally? That's the first piece of wisdom. The second thing I want to see in an artist there's something that that popped up during the interview. Cash Dolls talking to Angie Martinez. And Angie is asking, you know, what, what was your first show like? What was it like? You know, when did you find out that you wanted to rap? And she's telling the story about 
how she started rapping and people said, really, you know, you're really good. You need to go do that. Her friend pushed her to go do it. And then uh, somebody said, hey, we would love to book you. And so she, you know, was rapping and rapping. And so she took the book in. I think it was, you know, $1,200 for her first show. And so she said at that time she realized when she got when she got that money, for doing what she's doing, she realized she's a professional rapper. They say you're not professional unless you're getting paid for it, right? Anything before that is amateur. Now, you know that I know that we both know that she was probably a rapper before she got paid. But sometimes it takes people in their mind to get paid for what they do. To be a pro. It was at that moment. It was in within that that time frame where she got that one thousand two hundred dollars and then did another show and did another show. She said she just started doing shows all over the place, and it took off, and she started seeing her value. So imagine if you saw your value before you began, because that one thousand two hundred could have been five thousand. It could have been a twenty five thousand dollar night. She was just happy to get the 1200 And she probably was worth 10 times that at the time. You never know. But hey, she got, she got, she got enough to wake her up. And she said she was running everything herself. Get a team, people. Now, if you can run certain things yourself, that's awesome. Your team doesn't have to be expensive. Get you a team. When she went, when she got that money, she went professional. And it changed her outlook on things. It changed the way she moved. It changed the way she operated. That's your second piece of wisdom. Your second piece of wisdom is when you start getting paid for the value that you bring, it's going to elevate your mind to how this game is really ran. But even bigger to me is you were valuable before the money. The money may just kickstart your mindset. But you're valuable before that. Before they start throwing checks at you and and worshiping your feet. Before I I see Meg Thee Stallion is, is on the beach and people are running after her. Like, wow. Like, she is... The it girl, right? And no no hatred, no problems with Meg Thee Stallion. Right now, she has the culture listening to everything that she's saying and paying attention to how she's moving. She's very influential. Cash Doll is coming into this space and she is looking to be very influential. Well, how do you do it? You do it by knowing your value. You do it by knowing your value. Once you start telling people, this is how much I'm valued or this is how much our our brand is valued. People will see the value. And that's important to understand in this game. 
Now, some things are more valuable than money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some things are more valuable than money, my friends. Because before the fruits, you must have the roots. Cash doll was valuable before the 1200 She valued money over skill. She didn't even know she had the skill. If you listen to her, she had a skill set inside of her that literally could make her a millionaire, and she didn't even know. So when people started paying her for it, she started looking around like, oh, wait a second. Like her blessing came from almost happenstance, which is awesome. Those are always great stories. But that same person, she was already valuable. Her friend had to go make her do it. Her friend had to go push her. You are already valuable. Let's set the price. Let's set the price of where we're headed. The people who will gravitate to gravitate towards you will see that value. Now, when they see that value... And you start getting paid for these shows and you start putting things out there. Then you're going to take your artwork even more seriously. Then you're going to start making sure your, your artwork is as valuable. So another nugget there is make sure it was valuable from the very beginning. Before the money. Before the money comes. Make sure what you're bringing to the marketplace is valuable. Is what you are doing mattering at all? That's where the value is. The value is, is is what you're doing even mattering? To me, I'll be honest with you. To make it on the black dollar playlist... Your songs have to be valuable. To make it onto the black dollar playlist, your songs have to be valuable to the culture and the conversation. And so you got your team. You made sure your stuff is valuable. What's the last thing Cash Doll teaches us today? What's the last thing That stood out. What's the last piece of wisdom that brought me to Cash Doll, which then brought me to the Angie Martinez Cash Doll conversation, which then brings me today to talk to any artist who wants to be on the Black Dollar playlist and really any business owner or investor who's trying to understand deeper meaning behind business. Cash Doll, you did a wonderful job with this song, Kitten. I really uh, am impressed. You did a wonderful foundation to the song. But the reason why this song caught my attention as I'm digging in the crates, Lil Wayne is back. The verse on Cash Doll's record was not a throwaway verse. 
Little Wayne is back. Your old Little Wayne you was looking for, or whatever you want to call it, is back. And he decided to go in on the Cash Doll record. If you have not listened to that song yet by now, listen to the song and understand that we're dealing with someone who is probably in the top 15 hip-hop artists of all time. Now, let's back up a little bit. Is 15 not low enough? I don't know yet. Here's the problem with back, back in the days and what we're looking at now. Everybody is calling Meg and said, this is not an album. Meg Thee Stallion. Cash Doll has said that this is not an album. And it actually is very funny that they're both saying this at the exact same time that Lil Wayne drops this verse. Because one of the reasons why Lil Wayne isn't in a lot of people's top five or why he's not in a lot of people's top ten is immediately we exclude him because a lot of it is mixtape stuff. <laughs> just, you know, just just saying all kinds of stuff. And uh, it it was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, Lil Wayne's mixtapes and 50 Cent's mixtapes are brilliant. Now, there's other mixtapes out there. But if you grew up in a world where there was mixtapes coming out, and we didn't count that as albums. We counted that as culture. We counted that as the gear up to an album. We didn't count that. And now it appears the way that digital is working is now even the mixtape is going to be counted because there's there's a lot of money being made on these two projects. I'm talking about Meg, The Stallion, Cash Doll, and any other project that people are saying, well, that's not an album, but you're posting it on iTunes like it's an album. It's on title. You are making money from a mixtape. It's all original work. But here's the thing. The artist does decide if it's an album or not. We don't get to decide that part. If the artist says it's not an album, fair enough. But then there has to be some type of consequence to that. You don't want to call it an album? Then I can't count it. And if that holds true, then that means the bulk of Lil Wayne's best work is not counted. So I'm saying all this to say what, right? The third piece of wisdom is if you're going to reintroduce yourself as an artist or reintroduce a new project as an artist, you make sure you go out there and get a legend. You go out there and you partner with people who are really moving and really doing things and really are into this. And it has to happen naturally. This game is all about being natural. She met Lil Wayne. They had a really great vibe. He says, hey, hit us up. Let's collab. She then a few months later sends word. Hey, I want to get on. I want you to get on this song. The song was good enough to his uh, liking. 
which is a really good, it's a, it's a catchy song. It's simple and it's a perfect song for Lil Wayne to say, hey, I'm still here. And he's, he is officially, we've never talked about this. He has to be in your top 15. I mean, I mean, technically, he doesn't have to be anything. But I mean, if we're just having a conversation on culture, and if anybody would love to sit down and have a little Wayne conversation, I'm more than wel- welcoming you to the show. And we can talk about Little Wayne. And if you think he should be any higher, send in your voice messages. Sit down for a conversation. Because, uh, yeah, without the mixtapes... Come on. Without the mixtapes, it's hard to put him in the top 10. But if you give him the mixtapes, oh, he's definitely in the top 10. Lil Wayne is in the top 10 if you if you count the mixtapes. But DJ, why aren't we counting the mixtapes? I don't understand. Meg The Stallion said this isn't an album. Cash Doll is saying this isn't an album. Or this, you know, this is just a little something I'm throwing out there. They're telling me that not to count it as an album. And if we're if we're going to have fun with this hip hop game, we have to count something different from albums. Albums matter. It's like winning a championship. This other stuff is just a training camp. You know how many great games Michael Jordan had during training camp that nobody ever saw? You can't count that as his greatest game. His greatest game has to be something that meant something. Of course, he probably played his best during some of those games. But what matters is what ends up being what goes down in history. But don't get me wrong. These prepare you. Those games Michael Jordan went through where we'll never see those games, those practices. The Dream Team had a practice where it was I don't think it was all the way caught on tape or it was a little bit of it was. They said how intense it was between Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. It, it, that didn't air on TV. But those those are probably some of the greatest games that no one's ever seen. But what what it did was prepare them for the big stage. So if these people keep telling me this isn't an album, this isn't an album, this isn't an album, I got to take their word for it. The wisdom is go get a legend, whether it's an album or not, go get a legend, make sure it's natural. But as I'm looking at this legend that you bring to me, it brings up a goat conversation in the middle of the cash doll talk. And so I have to stop, you know, whenever the GOAT talk happens, because he's inching his way into the top 10. That's worth GOAT, goat talk. Well, I can't put him there. How do I put him there when most of his work is mixtapes? You go listen to the new verse. You tell me if he's back. You tell me if it's hot. You tell me what you think. I think he's back, but I need, the last album was... It was below average, Little Wayne. You know this and I know this. But it sounds like you're back. It sounds like you're ready. If you are indeed ready, you can inch into the Black Equity Top 10. But only then. With all this information, 
with all this wisdom, you're an artist, you're putting your music out. What are some final thoughts? If you're an artist, I want you to know that we're going to start having some conversations about being a creative and how to properly navigate vision. There's going to be a lot of great people out here that can teach you all these great things. But vision is very important. And so to understand vision, you have to work with a visionary. You got to see someone who sees the full game. So here's the vision. To be on Black Equity podcast, to be on Black Equity uh, projects, to be on the Black Dollar playlist, you have to bring significant value and you must build yourself a solid team. If you do not know how to do that, you need to get with people who already are doing that. Because you can have all the talent in the world, but if you have not surrounded yourself with value, you'll never see it. The moment you surround yourself with value, value shows up. And you become more valuable and you start putting out better work, better projects, and your team gets better and better on every move. So if you're an artist right now, what we're going to start doing is having more conversations about why your music isn't doing what it needs to do or what can we do to improve your music or what's, what is the music game? Because if you understand the black dollars and where black dollar goes, one of the most important black dollars is in uh, sports and entertainment. And so having our ear to the street in those particular areas is vital. And I have my ears to the streets. I have my ears to what is going on in that space. I'm paying attention and I'm seeing where's the game going? Where is it flowing? Where's the power shifting? Where are things moving? You need to get with the right team. Because if you're with the wrong team, you could have been one of the best artists ever. But no one will ever hear about you because a lot of times it's what Cashdall was saying in the very beginning of the interview. Sometimes what ends up happening is you meet some local people and you love them so much and you, you, you become so tight with these people. They become like family to you. So leaving them is, is never really going to be an option. They're your day ones. And sometimes that works out perfect. Sometimes those people grow with you. Sometimes that doesn't work out great. Sometimes you have to say, hey, we worked on this project, but maybe for the next project, I need different people. There's different ways to do it. There are some people who have been with the same people for 25 years, and there have been some people who switch things up every five to 10 years. They switch things up. They maybe have, have you know, one or two core people, but they bring in different talent to keep them fresh. It may be time to bring in fresher talent or it may be time to think differently 
than where you're currently thinking. If you have approached uh, different platforms without a team in place, they may not have taken you as serious. Build your team. You're building, you're building a tribe. And sometimes the greatest team is just word of mouth that this person knows what they're doing. That was the first thing Cash Doll did. Sometimes your team is just the mouthpiece of saying this person's great. When somebody else says you're great and they're willing to vouch for you, that matters. Build that team. Check out the playlist now. You'll listen to the Cash Doll record. You'll listen to records with Chris Brown uh, and some other surprises uh, in store. I think even Erica Badu shows up. So if you are interested in learning more and experiencing more, show up next week. We're going to break down all the topics Monday through Friday. Uh, listen to the playlist over the weekend and into next week. It will update on Friday as well. Uh, next Friday. So it's been a pleasure. It's been a wonderful week. I got to go watch the the finals. I got to see if, if Kawhi Leonard <laughs> actually ends up doing what I said he would do. I told y'all, first they ignore you and then you win. If this, I'm going to tell you right now, if this, guy, if this guy pulls this thing off, it is one of the greatest moments in NBA history. But it ain't over yet. The Warriors ain't done yet. And so we got to find out what they're going to do. Until next time, I'm DJ Moultrie, Black Equity. Peace.